we want to make sure that whatever we do, we put our customer hat on and put ourselves in the driver's seat and go, is this the way I would want to do business? Dealers are at a precipice. The latest crisis around the COVID-19 pandemic has pushed their business to the edge. And this is after a years long downward trend in margins. The cumulative effect of this onslaught has brought many dealers to a dark place where they're losing hope. Dealers will only make it through to the light at the end of the tunnel by learning from the challenges and sharing in the successes of those who truly understand what it takes to survive in this industry. I'm Alex Vetter, and this is Unscheduled Maintenance, where we hear stories from the brave, audacious, and creative dealers that keep our industry moving forward. This week, I'm pleased to welcome Colton Ray, Chief Merchandising Officer of the Walzer Automotive Group. If you've never heard of Walzer, you're in for a real treat today. The group has over 25 locations in Minnesota and Kansas, and they're really tightly run high-quality operation with some great people. In this week's episode, Colton talks about how his group is not only overcoming adversity, but doing great business, and has nothing to do with post-COVID changes they've made. Walzer has been building on many organizational upgrades they've made over the years. From genuine digital retailing to a modern look at finance to truly customer-first mindsets. You'll see how the investment in progressive auto retailing practices is paying off in a time of crisis. It's a vivid picture of where a successful dealer is going and also where we can all picture us looking in the time after COVID. Joining Colton will be Dean Evans, Executive Vice President at Cars. Dean is an influential automotive leader who's led companies on the OEM, dealer, and on the vendor side. He's one of the few in our space who have a holistic perspective about where the industry needs to go, and his bottom-up marketing philosophy starts with how you target the in-market consumers first, and then backs out from there how you'll build your brand into the larger future buying audience. This approach was truly unique, and a big reason why I recruited Dean to come to CARS and lead our new business, Fuel which leverages the strength of our audience and helps dealers cost-effectively grow their brand and sales. It's fitting that in the sixth episode season of our podcast concludes with these two futurists. So now let me hand the conversation to Colton and Dean. Thank you, Alex. And welcome Colton from Walzer Automotive Group. And thanks for joining part of our podcast today. Thanks, Dean. Appreciate you having me. First of all, why don't you tell everyone about your professional path um, in the automotive world so far? Yeah, it's uh, probably similar to to most people in the industry. Um, I started uh, as a teenager, uh, early 2000s, actually year 2000, and uh, started washing cars and uh, moved my way up uh, through the business. sold cars, was in internet sales, uh, ran our our internet sales department and uh, new car sales, uh, used car sales, sales manager, um, moved into the marketing side of the business. uh, You name it, I've done probably everything at the dealership. Can you kind of talk to us a little bit about what you think dealers um, across the country now are dealing with? And more importantly, how you and your experience and and being part of the Walzer platform has kind of helped the whole cause. Uh, in Minnesota, uh, just to level set the dealerships where we are an essential business and everything is done by appointment only at this point in time. 
the only time I've ever gone through something like this in the past was probably that 2008, 2009 period, but it didn't uh, seem to affect me the way it's affecting the, uh, the Walzer Automotive Group right now. But yeah, crazy times. And speaking of that, can you um, maybe walk through the listeners some step-by-steps of what you guys really did to activate against this new world and and some of the things that are working for you? Yeah, yeah. So um, as this all hit, uh, we knew we had to pivot and you know create uh, a seamless experience where we can bring customers uh, vehicles for test drive, you know, contactless deliveries, uh, service pickup and delivery. Um, in the wings, we were working on a uh, new branding and marketing campaign called Walzer to You. Uh, that would have been late uh, 2019. When COVID hit, we decided that uh, it would be the right time to roll it out. We weren't completely baked on the entire uh, process, but our team worked really, really hard and brought it to life, and it was amazing. Uh, we've done uh, over 2,000 service pickup and deliveries since COVID hit. Uh, we've done well over, uh, just this last month, well over 300 vehicle sales. I take a lot of inspiration from you guys. I've been watching you guys, you know, I think since was it 2000 that the Walzer way was kind of born? Um, and you guys have been really focused on a very customer centric approach ever since. I think that really sets this up about being, you know, you guys didn't just react to this at coronavirus, that you had this whole DNA in your system already from years of being ready, what I would call for the moment in time where people really needed, dealers really needed to meet the customer where they wanted to be met. So can you talk to the listeners a little bit about that background? We are a uh, single dedicated point of contact, uh, one price negotiation free dealer group. So what that means is our salespeople are also our finance managers. Uh, so we've really positioned ourselves, especially during this pandemic, um, you know, Previous to the pandemic, we've we've already been doing one-on-one interactions with our with our customers. Uh, since we are since we don't negotiate, um, we put our best price out there. It makes uh, you know transacting super simple, clean, and easy. Um, you know, we're also doing some other unique things in the business, which are kind of unheard of. We we do what's called Walzer One Rate. We post uh, our best rates on on new and used vehicles, uh, standard rates, if you will, or outside lender rates. And you have the technologies that we've put together in-house, which would include Fuse, which is our our um, financing software, which allows our customers to e-sign uh, nearly all documents or all documents, depending on the state. We have uh, stores in different states. Uh, have some incredible tools like Ignite, uh, which is a specials generation tool. Valid specials every single day for our customers, our best foot forward or go-to-market strategy vehicles. And we also have IntelliDesk, which is uh, a really a great desking tool, which gives accurate payments, again, based on um, all the parameters that we've set through uh, not only walls or one rate, uh, but our uh, new and used vehicle pricing, that best price, one price. Um, One of the things I love about that, Colton, is I think in the industry today, we've gotten so fixated around this technology and the technology that, oh my gosh, will it sell the car for us? No. It's the combination of the bright smile and the face up front 
and the technology is making the experience quicker, faster, more transparent, and actually better for the customer. And so I think that's really an important part, I think, for everyone listening that you guys, I think, do so well. Yeah, it's funny with the um, with what's happened. I see all of these, quote unquote, digital retailing tools. I walk through the experience, you know, some are really sexy looking and, you know, some aren't, but uh, I've been testing all of these out, you know, benchmarking them against, you know, some of our internal tools. And it just seems like there's always a massive miss. If you don't have the process dialed in behind the scenes, you're, you're never going to get accurate payments. You're never going to get accurate pricing. Uh, You still got to go through the rigmarole of of talking to finance managers. Um, I just, uh, you know, I think it's interesting. We try to or the, the industry is trying to move in that direction of, I believe, one person, one price. And, and uh, I think Walzer has really been a, a pioneer in that piece. It's abundantly clear that Colton and the Walzer Automotive Group are keeping their eyes focused on the future of the industry. Their successes never seem to amaze me because they are always focusing on a consumer-first mindset. This crisis is forcing many dealers and OEMs to rethink their digital strategies. Using tactics like in-market video that hyper-targets people that have previously declared an intent to buy is one of the most powerful ways we're seeing dealers innovate to reach people at a time of need. I'm thrilled with the work that Dean and the team at Fuel are doing to innovate on behalf of dealers digitally. Please be sure to reach out to your cars rep today and ask how Fuel can help you get back in the game. Now back to Dean and Colton. You know, since coronavirus, and I know you guys have, you know, you have the Walzer way and you decided to launch that moving forward kind of during the coronavirus when we kind of caught up. Do you want to walk listeners through a little bit of your communication strategy? I think the number one question they're all asking is, is do you advertise now or what do you do today in this moment in time for coronavirus? Obviously, making our customers aware that that you could bring a test drive to a customer or do a contactless delivery. I think we miss some really fundamental basics like, hey, we probably all have a a partner like HomeNet, Auto, Auto Uplink, and we can probably put an overlay on our picture uh, of our vehicles that that speak to that. Um, I think I've seen a pretty big miss there. I think a lot of the third-party listing sites have done a good job with adding additional badging. But, you know, obviously, if the cars are the stars and we're looking at that merchandising and that, that imagery on our websites, we should probably make that front and center. Uh, again, I think uh, customers are responding well to the messaging we're putting out there, which is Walzer 2, um, the mediums we're using to get that messaging out, which is primarily digital video. We actually didn't do any uh, major broadcast television plays or major radio plays. So I think we were much more strategic with our ad spend and the messaging was really strong. But more importantly, beyond all that, that the sales staff, uh, the variable operations staff and the fixed operations staff at our dealerships really looked at this as an opportunity to shine in the way we do business. And I think it was constant communication with our general managers and our 
fixed and variable operations leaders at the stores. Everybody was in the know um, of what was expected of us and how we were going to have to do business during these tough times. The other piece that was interesting that's happened, basically it started last year. We are moving to a show floor of the future model, which are uh, our new front door is what we call the back door. And the back door is the internet leads, the phone calls, the text messages, the chats. And we've really focused on building an appointment setting culture. Uh, we're not going to see people walking in. It was we were basically just teeing this whole thing up to happen. Um, so, you know, as I've always said, I'd rather be lucky than good. And if you work hard, you get lucky. Um, all the stores, they, they did their part. Just an amazing effort from our uh, dealership staff. Really, I can take no credit for any of that. That's all them and they did an amazing job. Another interesting point, I think, um, that I hear you guys talking about is really the things you're doing to modernize service as well. And I think that's a very innovative piece too. Um, anything around your service business that you would like to share with uh, the listeners? Yeah, I think in this whole uh, service and uh, pickup world right now, uh, we need to create a better way to communicate with our customers. We are now uh, piloting uh, where in some cases our uh, technicians communicate directly with our customers, which is really crazy and, and unique if you think about it. Uh, we also have all of our stores on video platforms uh, that our customers are truly getting uh, multi-point inspections or vehicle walkarounds highlighting the good. Uh, the okay and the bad on their vehicle or the things that need to be addressed. And and it is really fun to watch the text messages between our customers and our service technicians, you know, communicating about the car, their car, you know, what they saw in the video. So I think uh, from the fixed side, we've, we've done a really good job of collapsing the communication breakdown that can sometimes happen between you know customer service advisor and technician and we've we've put everything smashed it all back together and and have created a great uh, great experience i think for the customer i mean who doesn't want to get a video of their car can you give us some idea of consumers and what their responses have been like with that kind of service offering yeah, Dean, I actually just pulled it up on my phone. Here, here are some of the quotes. I was kind of ad-libbing there. That was a very impressive video. This is fantastic. Thanks so much for the video. I just loved it. It's like being there. I like it and would recommend you keep doing this. Really cool. What is the cost for the filters? My car is running awesome. Thanks for the follow-up. Never seen anything like this before. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for the video. Everything looks good and very clear. I'll be there shortly to pick up. I mean, it just goes on and on. But the thing is, and this is just the service side, we're also doing it on the sales side. Um, so we're doing virtual walkarounds. We're doing uh, videos. We're, you know, the buzz thing right now is co-browsing or, um, you know, interaction with a salesperson on the website. We're, 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 we're playing around with those ideas and, and how to implement them in a, in a way that's really customer-centric and of value to the customer, not of value to us. We want to make sure that whatever we do, we put our customer hat on and put ourselves in the driver's seat and go, is this the way I would want to do business? Funny story uh, around Walzer to you. 
I uh, purchased two vehicles from Walzer last year, a new Toyota Tundra and a new Nissan Murano. Um, the Tundra I did basically all over the phone and then did all the uh, e-signatures via email um, from the corporate office. I was doing business with our Toyota store. And it was really seamless. But you know the pain point for me? Um, the price? No, no, the price was good. Uh, our, our special, our specials tool found this deal and it was really incredible. I didn't even know what the truck looked like. I just knew I was going to get it. Um, so no, but the pain point for me was, uh, because my, my wife runs her own business. Um, uh, the pain point for me, and we have three children, I couldn't get to the store to pick up the new car because I wasn't trading anything in. So it was like this whole, like, well, am I going to get an Uber there or, you know, and then I, had my parents drop me off. So I love my parents. So, um, okay. So, so fast forward to the Murano, right? The Murano deal. Uh, Grace is my wife. Grace is turning in her lease Murano. I got the deal, you know, we're happy with the numbers, you know, everything's up front. We do most of the work via phone and online, but we still had to go pick up the car. And I, I was telling Grace, cause we, we went there together and we had brought our kids and we were in and out of the dealership. I'm not exaggerating all in 15 minutes. Um, I mean, boom, 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 done, done deal. But I said, you know, the only thing that could have made this better is if the dealership would have just brought the car to us and picked up the old car. Bingo. And, and that's when Walzer to you was born. And that's when we started doing focus groups around our, our staff going, what would be a real differentiator in our market? And uh, like I said, going into uh, the pandemic, it's, uh, it's only amplified and uh, our customers are, are really loving the way we're doing business. No, that's really great. Um, and I think that's inspirational for a lot of dealers out here because I know that's really what a lot of them are tuning in for because they really want to hear from a, a very successful dealer and a very successful platform. And that to me is the magic of what you guys have been doing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I want to first of all say thank you, Colton, for having and being part of this um, discussion today. And more importantly, thank you for all the effort you're doing to make customers' lives better in the auto industry and your team. Hey, Dean, if I can just say thank you to you, I really appreciate all all your help around this time. The last uh, few months, uh, your insight has been invaluable, and uh, we really appreciate everything you're doing for us. Thank you, Colton. Thanks for being on the show today. And uh, we'll turn it back over to Alex. I think Colton and Dean's vision for automotive retail is powerful, and it's coming for everyone. This conversation has given us a great glimpse into the future, and I think many dealers are already on their way there. Whether it's from foresight and a good plan, or because the COVID epidemic is forcing us all to react, ultimately we all need to work smarter and be more open to the shifts in technology. And thus concludes our first season of unscheduled maintenance. Right now things are moving fast and conditions for dealers across the country are changing and improving on a weekly basis. We hope that these six episodes have given you some much needed insight and inspiration to how dealers are finding their way through this unforeseeable and titanic crisis. We'll be taking a brief hiatus to focus on some more of our dealer advocacy work, but we'll be back soon with more episodes covering a wide array of issues facing our industry. I hope you got as much encouragement out of listening to the podcast as we did. We learned a lot and took great inspiration from each and every one of these discussions and all the amazing dealers who are leading the way. I can't wait to continue the conversation and share it with you in the very near future. My name is Alex Fetter, and this is Unscheduled Maintenance.